Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I am your host, Dr. Michelle Gibbs, and I am passionate about helping scholarly mamas like you navigate your journeys with purpose so you can achieve your life and academic goals without sacrificing what matters. The reality is that scholarly mama life is multidimensional. We're scholars, yes, but we're also mothers, wives, and so much more with whole lives outside of academia. So how do we successfully navigate all this? Well, first, we need the space to embrace this unique blend. Only then can we begin the important work of becoming purposefully whole. And part of my own purposeful work is to create a space for us as scholarly mamas to grow, to reflect, and to become everything that we were meant to be. So, mama, are you in? Fabulous. Let's begin. These are our journeys of becoming. So is scholarly mamas for you? Hey mama, welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I want to answer that question for you. I want to help you decide whether scholarly mamas is for you. So in the last episode, I shared with you the reason why I was starting this scholarly mamas collective and I talked a lot about that. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go and listen to that episode before you listen to this one. But I did that to give some context, to give some background to the purpose behind what I'm doing and why I decided to create the Scholarly Mamas Collective. But in this episode, it's going to be slightly different. So I'm not so much talking about why I am creating Scholarly Mamas, but I want to tell you who I am creating Scholarly Mamas for to help you decide whether Scholarly Mamas is for you. So if you don't have a clue what I'm referring to, I am talking about a brand new collective, which I am officially opening the doors to on the 1st of January 2024. We did have a bit of a soft launch a couple of months ago where I was trying things out, seeing how scholarly mamas could look. And now I cannot wait to officially open the doors to scholarly mamas on January 1st, 2024. You don't want to miss this opportunity. So in this episode, I'm going to just go through whether, you know, all the things that could help scholarly mamas be a good fit for you. So let's dive in. So scholarly mamas is for you if you are so deep in the throes of PhD motherhood. You're so deep in that juggle struggle that you aren't even sure what you're doing anymore. So you know those days when you are knee deep in academic writing or reading research papers or data analysis and your child becomes unwell. Oh my goodness, I've been in this boat so many times. If it wasn't chicken pox, conjunctivitis, COVID even, so many things. Sickness has been like my nemesis (laughs) um, on my PhD journey. And it was always at the times where you had a massive deadline. I don't know how these things work out this way, but it always felt like the worst time. It always felt like 
you know, it was always on the cusp of some deadline or the other. And if you've ever experienced that, you know, it feels like you've lost the why behind your PhD dream and the joy of motherhood's just slowly slipping away. If that's you, then hold on tight because there is a space out there for you and it is called Scholarly Mamas. And we're all about supporting women mamas who are navigating the wild ride of blending academic dreams and the beautiful chaos of motherhood. So have you ever been in the position where you felt the initial spark, you knew why you wanted to embark on this journey, you were okay and quite happy to combine academic pursuits and motherhood, but for some reason on these difficult days that just feels like it's dwindling, that initial spark feels like a dying flame And truth be told, you're losing sight of that initial why. Why did you embark on this journey? Now, if that sounds like you, Scholarly Mamas is for you. Now, one of the things that I realized recently, and it's only dawned on me very, very recently, I was thinking about you know, because as you know, I've done three degrees at master's, postgraduate level, and then one PhD. And I'm in the UK, so this could be specific for the UK kind of style of PhDs. I mean, I know that may differ in other places, but because the style of a PhD here is a lot more um, research driven, independent, you know, there's not like a, you don't have a, a set of classes you need to attend. You're not regularly engaging with a particular cohort all the time. And I know that that's not the case for everyone. I know that some PhD programs are structured slightly differently, but for the most part, doing a PhD in the UK is a very lonely experience. For the most part, you are on that journey mostly by yourself, not necessarily surrounded by a cohort of colleagues to kind of journey along with. Even if you are, even if you happen to have that, even if you happen to have a little mini cohort that is on a similar path to you, you're still doing your own individual research. You're still working on your individual projects for your PhD or your doctorate. So this journey, for the most part, is a lonely pilgrimage. It is a lonely walk in many, many ways. And what kind of dawned on me was the reality of how that differs from, let's say, doing a master's degree. And of course, this is aside from the obvious difference in terms of length of time commitment um, and the duration of the program. Obviously, a PhD is often quite a bit longer than a master's program. My PhD was eight years part time. And if I did it full time, it would have probably have been around four years. Um, a master's in in my cases, the master's degrees that I have done have been one year. And so there was one program I did at postgraduate level that was 18 months. But for the most part, between a year and two years, if you're doing it full time, if you're doing it part time, which I did one of my master's degrees part time, and that was two years. So 
when you compare that to the length of a PhD, there is a difference. But aside from that obvious difference, there was something else that I realised was also different. And this was because it also contributed to making the PhD journey that much harder. So in order to work out what I thought this difference was, I kind of went back to my own master's postgraduate level experiences and reflected on those. And this is what I realized. Now, I've done three of those. And one of the things that really helped me along that journey was just the kind of collective motivation. I can't even think of another word, but this kind of, you know, the the, the accountability that you feel to a cohort, the collective drive and forward movement and momentum that you experience when you are doing this degree alongside other people. You're doing this degree alongside colleagues that are all on the same path as you. And then you get to the PhD and you kind of realize that, hang on a minute, I'm really alone in this journey. This is quite isolating compared to master's degrees or undergraduate degrees. And added to that, you've got the added pressure of navigating that journey as a mama. And the isolation just feels like a hundred times what you would ever imagine. It feels like you are literally the only person who's in this boat. You, you know, you, you struggle to find people who you can relate to and you feel like the only person on this struggle bus. And it made me realize that When you lose that sense of collective momentum and you lose that sense of, you know, journeying with others, when you lose that sense that you are not alone because there are other people who are navigating the same journey as you, even if everybody's, you know, obviously people's circumstances are different, but you are going along with the others through your degree process. When you lose that, that creates a whole new sense of why am I doing this? (laughs) What exactly am I doing? On days where it feels really hard, it feels 20 to 30 times harder because you have no one to share that burden with. You have no one to say, hey, I'm finding this part of the journey really, really challenging. How have you navigated that? And someone says, oh, look, I tried this and this worked for me, or I understand how you feel. I totally feel the same way. And you don't feel alone. You feel like, yeah, I can, I can push through because, you know, there are others around me who are navigating the same experience and they're able to push through. You don't have that when you're on a PhD journey. For some people, I know, like I said earlier at the beginning, I'm speaking from a place of experience in the UK PhD system. My PhD experience, especially when you're part-time, especially when you're not in a lab, you know, alongside other people, especially when you are doing this solo, right? Of course, you've got your supervisors, you've got your supervision team, your, your progress committee and all that stuff. But hey, 
Hey, I just wanted to take this moment to thank you for tuning in. Have you ever wondered what your purposeful scholarly mama trait is? Do you know we each have one of these? If you want to feel less overwhelmed and more fulfilled as a PhD mother, but you're unsure about where to begin, my three-minute quiz will help you to discover your purposeful scholarly mama trait. On top of that, I'm going to give you my top tips for setting goals that align with your unique strengths so that you can journey with purpose. Mama, if you're in, let's begin. Head over to mrsmummyphd.com and take the three-minute quiz today. You can find the link in the show notes. Now, back to the podcast. You know, when the dust settles, if you don't find a way to motivate yourself to keep going, who will? Who will? Who can you turn to on those really hard days? Who can you turn to when you feel like no one understands what it's like to have deadlines, to stay motivated, to dig so deep, to keep yourself going on a journey that feels like forever, but all you want to do is nurture your sick child back to health or even just take a break for yourself and recover from the stresses and the pressures of PhD life. Or even just to curl up in bed with your spouse and just forget about it all. Who do you turn to then, right? And so that made me realize that I needed to create something for that person. I needed to create a space for a mama who is navigating that journey. A mama who doesn't feel like, you know, like they have anyone to relate to. Like they have anyone who really gets this journey. Like they have anyone that understands that they are more than their PhD. They're navigating other journeys of becoming as well. I needed to create something for that mama. I needed to create something for the mama who's got so much at stake that they need a space where they can be smart, purposeful, and whole. So scholarly mamas is for the mama who wants to transform that juggle struggle into purposeful journeys of becoming by creating a space where honest conversation, authentic connection and holistic growth can happen. Because that mama deserves to feel valued and appreciated as a whole person. Because that mama was me. That mama needed a community, a collective, a space like scholarly mamas. And it didn't exist. When you are navigating a PhD journey, which is already isolating, already feels lonely, already feels like you're the only person on the struggle bus, and then added to that the responsibilities and pressures of motherhood, what we really need is that collective cohort feel to what we're doing. We need that collective accountability. 
And I think that one of the reasons why we slip into a state of isolation and overwhelm rather than a state of ease and flow is that we don't have anyone to share that journey with. We don't have anyone to relate to. We don't have anyone who we feel truly understands what we are navigating. And so our motivation begins to dwindle, our momentum slows, and our mission and purpose in all of this hangs in the balance. And so this community is all about supporting each other holding each other accountable, navigating this journey in a way that has never been probably ever thought of before, but navigating this journey with purpose and allowing us to blend our academic dreams and our commitments to raising our families. On top of that, what I also realized was that navigating this journey of PhD life and motherhood leaves us with feeling so pressured to be top-notch academics, the pressures of excelling in academia while also being the perfect mamas. Have you ever struggled to switch off from work mode and take a breather without feeling guilty? If that's you, you're not alone in that boat. Scholarly mamas is for you. Because inside of scholarly mamas, we want to show the world that we don't have to be perfect to be purposeful and we can still make our academic scholarly goals a reality without neglecting our commitments, without neglecting what really matters to us, without neglecting ourselves. And this is what we're all about in scholarly mamas. In addition to that, we want our scholarly mamas to be able to navigate this journey without guilt. We want you to be able to take breaks, to embrace rest, to embrace self-care, to embrace the multifaceted nature of PhD motherhood without the guilt. And so Scholarly Mamas is where you will find other smart and ambitious mamas who get it. We're talking about a place that cuts through all the fancy productivity advice that doesn't work and offers practical support and accountability. Because let's face it, we're all craving something that actually works. And this is not just a community. Scholarly Mamas is going to be, I believe that because I've been there, and this is what I needed on my journey and I didn't have it, this is going to be a lifeline for scholarly mamas who are trying to navigate the, the, the roller coaster that is a PhD journey while nurturing our families. Imagine finding a space where you don't have to explain the PhD grind because everyone there has either lived it or is living it too. It's about Wanting to make a difference in the world while juggling research deadlines and trips to the doctors with the little ones, while juggling or writing schedule with piano practice. It's about juggling our grant applications 
while also showing up at the Christmas concerts. That's what Scholarly Mamas is all about. And doing so in a way that's easier, that's more purposeful, that's more intentional, and that's more authentic and aligned with who you are and whom you are becoming. If you are knee deep in the PhD motherhood juggle struggle, feeling a little bit lost, or just wanting to blend the academic hustle with the joys of motherhood without feeling guilty, without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling isolated, then Scholarly Mamas is for you. We are ready to cheer you on. Join us in creating a space where our scholarly dreams and mama love can coexist where you can thrive without losing the essence of who you are. So if you feel burdened by the expectations to achieve all the academic successes and be the perfect mama too, then Scholarly Mamas is for you. If you struggle to switch off from scholarly life and make time for rest without guilt, then Scholarly Mamas is for you. If you have a hard time taking action in areas that you know you need and want to make some changes, then Scholarly Mamas is for you. Enough of all these productivity hacks and work-life balance tips that simply don't work. If you just want a simple, practical path to fulfillment, then Scholarly Mamas is for you. If you are tired of feeling alone on your PhD motherhood journey and you just want to connect with other like-minded mamas who truly understand this journey, then Scholarly Mamas is for you. I know sometimes it feels like, you know, you were placed on this earth for a purpose and you really want to live in that purpose. But maybe you don't know what that is yet. Maybe you haven't yet figured that out. Then Scholarly Mamas is for you. If you want to have an impact, you want to really make a difference in this world and create a legacy that you can be proud of but you're not sure how to navigate that with your academic workload and real life demands at home scholarly mamas is for you because you're an ambitious intelligent mama because you cannot shake the feeling that there must be more to life than just titles degrees and accolades You just want to blend your PhD life and your mama life in a way that allows you to achieve your personal and scholarly goals without guilt and without sacrificing the people and things that you love, including yourself. If that sounds like you, Scholarly Mamas is the place to be. I should just say that Scholarly Mamas is not a substitute for mental health support. Please seek assistance from a trained mental health professional who can help you if you are struggling with a mental illness or disorder. However, I believe that Scholarly Mamas is going to be a truly special space. I had recently someone ask me on Instagram whether it's just for mamas with young children who are doing PhDs or, you know, doctoral degrees, or whether those with older kids, such as teenagers or young adults, whether scholarly mamas would be for those mamas as well. So really her question was, is scholarly mamas 
just for mamas with young kids, just for mamas with little, 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 little ones. <laughs> and I said, absolutely not. Scholarly mamas is not just for mamas with little, little, little ones. Scholarly mamas is for mothers who are navigating a doctoral journey. Because the whole purpose of scholarly mamas is that we want to create a supportive space where people can come there, where they can be honest and truthful about their situation, their struggles, what they're dealing with, but who can also lend support to other mamas who may be navigating this journey. And in order to do that, it would be so wonderful to have scholarly mamas from all walks of life who are navigating different ages and stages of motherhood. Because navigating a doctoral journey with a newborn is very different from doing that with a teenager. Luckily for me, I've got the full range. I've got from teenager to toddler, right? So I am learning every day about how to adapt my mothering, my, my, my role as a mama to those different stages. And so I hope that inside of Scholarly Mamas, all mamas can be celebrated at whatever stage of motherhood you're at, because I think we can all learn from each other. So if any of these things sound like you, I really hope that you would join us on the 1st of January when our doors open to scholarly mamas. Scholarly mamas could just be that safe space where you feel celebrated for who you truly are, for all that you bring and all that you offer this world as a mama and a scholar. So I cannot wait to welcome you. But until then, mama, I am sending you lots of love and lots of gratitude. I shall see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mrs. Mummy PhD podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you did and you want in on this movement, why not head over to MrsMummyPhD.com? You can join the waitlist for our exclusive community of smart, purposeful, scholarly mamas. We'd love to see you on the inside. Remember, mama, these are our journeys of becoming.